Good morning, beautiful ones. Welcome to Truth. It's Jen, a.k.a. the OG Brooklyn Girl. Today, we're just going to talk about a few things that have popped up online. So first up to bat is the gentleman on Twitter who decided that he needed to make a post about how some of these women in the music industry look. And he decided that he needed to make a quick little laundry list about how attractive they were or not attractive they were or all this other shit. Okay, so it included um, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Cash Doll, Jordan Woods. And it's to the effect that they're just average looking women with high sex appeal. This is what he puts his opinion and he puts below. Again, this is my opinion. People always getting jumped, you know, down the throat for opinions, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, of course, being what... You know, Twitter is especially, they looked at his avi, and lo and behold, people were like, oh, your glasses been too tight, Mr. Potato Head, and all this other things. What I wish people would come to realize, and I'm sorry for snorting there, I have really bad allergies today, but um, what people need to come to realize is that how you are viewed as a person, especially just based on the physical, is very subjective. Very subjective. If you, you know, like if you think someone's attractive and the next person does not, that's subjective. It's not objective. It's subjective. And to put this opinion out and then want to caveat the shit with it's just an opinion. Of course, it's an opinion. We get it. But the thing about it is opinion doesn't make it fact. And opinion also, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't need to be stated. This particular opinion about how you feel about how these particular set of women look has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Doesn't change anything, doesn't change their business, doesn't change, doesn't affect their money, doesn't do a fucking thing. And this is what I don't understand about people who actually make these sort of blanket statements. Nobody gives a fuck about your opinion in that sense. And this is why I say certain thoughts should never be expressed. Why do you feel the need to express this? on a public platform you know exactly what you're doing like i hate when motherfuckers act like they don't know and they think people are stupid you know exactly what you're doing you're making this you can get some sort of whatever hit you wanted to get because the truth is there will be someone who would agree with you and all these other things and i've seen it i've seen that shit i've seen people who will say things and then only respond to those that agree with them I've seen that with my own big ass eyes. I've seen it. And I'm just like, y'all, like, it's not needed. It's just not. None of it is. I'm sorry. None of the opinions, none of that shit is ever fucking needed. So with him and his Mr. Potato Head shaped ass, again, you brought that shit on yourself. You could have shut the fuck up. You chose not to. And now you have people just looking at you like, oh, there's another one commenting on how. And because most of them were black women, except for maybe Cardi B, because I don't think she is. um, Or she does not um, think herself. She doesn't say that she is, you know, it's just not needed. It just really isn't. So, again, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them. But certain things you just don't need to fucking say. Like, you can just 
move on. You can walk away or better yet, just shut your fucking mouth or write it in a journal when you get home. That way nobody has to know your bullshit thoughts and you can save yourself with some agony. Okay. Okay. Um, next up. So of course the Botham Jean and Amber Geiger trial and the stupid bullshit hugging from the judge and the bailiff, which I'm still not understanding what happened. So it seems like the main witness to that crime is basically now dead. The black man who, after reading a few things, was in fear of his life that he would end up dead, and he did. Basically killed after the case was already put. I mean, she's she was basically sentenced to 10 years in jail, which means she's going to serve three, and she'll be out. Like, none of it, none of what happened change the fact that Botham is still dead. And so someone killed him. And we know it was retaliatory. Anyone who's not paying attention, you know, you just blind to that fact. We know it was retaliatory. There's no reason to kill that man. First of all, she killed someone. She got convicted of murder. Even if it was manslaughter, Botham Jean is still dead. The man who was the witness did not have to die. Because, again, she did this basically in a fucking apartment complex. Who else probably witnessed this shit? But, you see, people don't want to say things because, again, they'll end up, unfortunately, like him. Because he's dead now. His child doesn't have a father. Like, because he thought he was helping someone out. Thought he was helping another black family out. But they killed him. For no reason. Because... As we all know, when cops go to jail, they don't go to general population. No, they don't do that. They put them in specialized areas where they will not be basically bothered by anyone, but basically other police officers. So killing that man was pointless and it was definitely retaliatory. And to be honest, it feels like it was just an inside job by the police. Again, he didn't have to die. He was a witness to something that occurred. And this, and then, then they wonder why people don't come forward for a variety of things. So this man has lost his life. We don't know how Dallas PD is going to handle the investigation. But I'm just like, he didn't deserve to die. Amber Geiger's not going to die in prison. She's not. We all know this. So there was no point. So whoever murdered that murdered him was Joshua Brown. Whoever murdered him, they knew what they was doing. And I pray for his family. I really do. I pray for his family. I pray that they get all types of help. And I pray that whomever did this suffers greatly. I don't like to put suffering on people. But when I say suffers greatly, I will let whoever needs to do what they need to do, do what they need to do to that person. Because that black man did not need to lose his life trying to help another black family. I'm sorry. There's no, there's no, I have no level of remorse when it comes to what happened to Joshua Brown. Just like I didn't give a fuck what happened to Amber Geiger. You was lit. You was fucking around with your partner, married partner, all this other shit. 
your fucking character is trash and you murdered a man, you up there crying and motherfuckers giving you hugs and patting you on the back and stroking your hair. Fucking no, because if the roles were replaced, no one will put hands on a black woman who did that. Promise you. I promise you. She'd have been roughed the fuck up, probably. But not on camera. And not for people to see. Um, next up, we still on the build a bitch program. And when I say a build a bitch program, I'm talking about men and women. So some dude on the timeline, again, there's always some asshole on the timeline and always seems to be, it seems to be coming from, and I don't know, I think Twitter is just really like a magnifying glass for some people's stupidity, but literally he puts on the thing, you know, women need to be able to help a guy learn how to cook and clean and fill out a job application and all this stuff. And I keep thinking, what the fuck happened in your formative years? I really wish I could understand what happened to some men during their formative years. What happened during your growing up? Because if we go by what people say is the truth or not the truth about black families, your father wasn't around. So which means you never watched your mother cook. You never watched your mother do anything. You never helped your mother clean. For people that live almost the same lives every Saturday when your mother turned on Anita Baker, whoever else, to clean the house, she woke your ass up to clean. You didn't know how to do it properly all that time. The fuck was you doing? Someone tell me what the truth is. Because it seems like a lot of black families live the same lives when it comes to certain things, you know, like every Saturday, what woke you up when it's time to clean the house. And you can't tell me that out of all them households, every black mother had a black daughter that they was doing this to. So what the fuck was they teaching their sons? And outside of the Oedipus complex about how some mothers feel about their sons, which I'm not going there. If you want to know what the Oedipus complex is, you can Google that shit. But what the fuck are you teaching your sons? What are they learning? What are they not learning? Why are motherfuckers not learning how to cook and clean and take care of themselves? Why not? Because not everyone in this life is going to be blessed to have someone in their life. One. And no matter how many services we have, like DoorDash, Uber Eats, Postmates, and all this shit to deliver food, there are sometimes you just want to cook. So how the fuck you don't know how to cook? And even if you have trial and error cooking, you don't know how to use Google, you don't know how to buy a cookbook, you don't know how to read a cookbook to go to a grocery store to make a grocery list to buy the right groceries to make a certain meal. Like, none of this makes sense to me. You don't know how to clean, you don't know how to get a vacuum clean, you don't know how to buy a Swiffer, you don't know how to mop, you don't know how to clean out a bathtub, you don't know how to soak your tub in Ajax and let it sit till it till it soaks in and cleans, like seasoning. These are the things I'm not understanding. But it's always some man looking for some woman to build his ass up and then build you up for what? So you can take your skills someplace else. It's not a job. Even though relationships require work, it's not a job. What the fuck should anybody have to teach you how to live as a functioning human being in your big-ass age? Who we not talking about motherfuckers that are from 8 to even, like, I'm pushing it here, 15 years old. Because, again, after-school activities, whatever. But between the ages of 8 and 15, what the fuck was you doing? You mean to tell me you ain't never learned how to boil water, make an egg, make a pancake, even do trial and error in your kitchen, even if your mom couldn't do it, like learning how to make something? You mean you don't know how to do that? But when you become an adult, you expect some woman to be your mama that you want to fuck to teach you how to do shit like that? That's what you want. Seriously, like that's the, that's the mainstay of what you want. So you basically want a woman who act like your mama, but you can fuck her, pardon me, to teach you all this shit. How the fuck you don't know how to fill up a job application? I mean, to the point where these job applications, they only want to see your face until they invite you in for the interview. 
You come rolling up into a job, what's the first thing they fucking tell you? Fill out an application online. Bingo. It doesn't always happen that when you walk into a place, someone's willing to hire you on the spot. Usually, that's if a manager walks into a place and you're working somewhere already. But, I mean, seriously. But you need someone to build your ass up. I am so tired of fucking Lego Lego construction people. I am tired of it. I'm tired of the fact that people at their big ages still need someone to help build them up. You still need someone to cheerlead your ass. You still need someone to do shit for you. Unless you are physically challenged in some way where you can't do certain things. You don't need nobody to build your ass up or teach you how to do shit. And if you really need somebody to teach you how to do shit without paying, then you are sadly mistaken. Google is a free resource. Literally, I have used Google to make recipes that I wanted to make because I didn't have a cookbook at the time. Found certain websites and literally just made it. And then after a while, if you do the recipe enough, you add your own shit, your flavor to it, and you move the fuck on with your life. But you actually need someone to teach you how to fucking cook. You actually need someone to help you fill out a job application. You actually need someone to do shit that should have been basically taught by your parents. Something you should have picked up while you were in school. No. And no. And then be mad when women are tired. Women are tired because every bit of labor, physical, mental, emotional, has to be put on us when men don't want to do shit. Is nothing like it. They want to be in charge, but don't know how to do a fucking thing. And I'm not saying all men, because you have to make sure you caveat that shit because some asshole will say it's not me. If the shoe don't fit, don't fucking force your foot into it and don't fucking wear it. I'm not talking about you. Because that shit is aggy as fuck. When these statements are made and people start rebutting, if it ain't talking about you, mind your own fucking business and scroll the fuck by. But I'm talking about the ones you've been on this earth too fucking long to not know how to do certain things. And if you are not sure to do certain things, you can go to a library. You do not need someone in your life to teach you shit because you fucking embarrassed. There's educational systems. There are libraries. There is Google. There are thousand dollar plus phones in your hands that you can use to access the Internet and to find information. There are bookstores like None of this shit makes sense. I mean, fuck, there's probably audible cookbooks. What the fuck? But you need someone in your life to build you up because you somehow think you need to be raised again because somehow men got to go through second and third childhoods. This reminds me of when that asshole pastor talking about though he had to, his wife is his coat. And she was too big for him and he had to grow into it. Grow? Your big ass age had to grow into some woman taking care of you. That's what you had to grow into because you don't know how to do shit. Yet you want to lead a fucking congregation? It's painful. It is painful when I see this. It is painful as fuck to see this. There's nothing wrong with support. There's nothing wrong with encouragement. But there is absolutely no fucking reason why anyone should have to be doing things that you should be capable of doing for yourself. Like I said, unless you are physically challenged and unless you are mentally challenged. 
Because I know people who are physically challenged who, who know how to do a whole lot of fucking things more than these build-the-ass bitches that be running around this place. So, yeah, I don't have any sympathy for that. I fucking don't. Because if you're looking for a mother that you can fuck, then you might as well fuck your mother. And I know it's a horrible thing to say, but that's all it seems like these days. You just looking for someone who can give you everything and then never list what the fuck you give in return because it's always about that little dick in your pants. And when I say little dick, I mean literally by the size of a human being and the size of a dick. Most men ain't packing the way these some of these porn stars are. In a reality situation, if you are a grower, that's fine. But the thing about it is, you let that little dick lead you astray because, you know, some women say they get dickmatized or whatever the fuck it is and you fall into that trap. Please. Please. No one needs to sacrifice all their mental and emotional and physical labor on someone who's not willing to do some shit. No. And that's why women are tired. So if you need to be in a Build-A-Bitch program, then what you need to do is have Google help you build yourself so that you can be good for yourself before you start trying to be someone to someone else. Ugh! Jesus. Jesus. It's tragic as fuck. It really, it, it really is. It's tragic as... Tragic AF. And then the... Old Tyler Perry buying up Tyler Perry Studios that he bought off Confederate land and now has a huge studio thing. Huge um, movie studio in Atlanta. So I saw today on the timeline somebody was like, you know, he took all that money to build a studio. Why couldn't he uh, take care of the homeless and build housing and all this other stuff? And I always wonder when it comes from black people, do you ever ask the white billionaires to do the same thing for their people? Because black black people should know better. Because this is always the assumption that when black people make money, the first thing they need to do is make sure they give it up to every other black person because they have no right to earn it and have that money. Here's the thing. I have no love for billionaires in that sense. Because I think if you have a lot of money, there's a lot of shit you can do. There's a lot of shit that shouldn't be thrust upon your shoulders either. Tyler Perry created a basically a black Hollywood in Atlanta, Georgia. That's what he did. The housing problem, honestly, and homeless sounds like a state and city and federal problem. Now, while the private sector can help, you black woman that decided to post this shit what the fuck every black person is supposed to take care of the homeless problem and the housing problem let me tell you something he can only do so much because that requires maintenance that requires upkeep it does all of it does so you want him to go broke to do this. That's what you want because we know Tyler, some of Tyler Perry's movies are not the greatest. We know of how he shows how Medea is, which is basically a loud 
black woman caricature. We know. We know his plays. We know all this shit. It's not... It's not new. We know it. But you expect him to take care of everything. So far as housing and shit goes in Atlanta. Because your city and state government aren't doing it. So you want the billionaire to take the land for something that he wanted to do to take care of housing. How realistic or unrealistic are you? Seriously. I have no expectations of anybody. And I know that sounds horrible because people are like, but you should expect good people. I don't expect anything from anyone. You want to know why? Because human beings are changing as fuck. One minute, they're like the best thing since I spread. And next minute, they're killing animals, raping babies, raping boy children, raping girl children, raping animals, destroying lands, all for the, you know. I mean, there's so many things. So many horrible things that humans can do. And there's so many things, great things that humans have done and are doing. You see, there's a balance. The people are changing as fuck. And I can't expect someone who is a billionaire to worry about my needs. Because my needs aren't their needs. This, You know? If Tyler Perry decides that like there's a portion of his movies that go help to keep homeless off the streets and to build a halfway house, it's completely up to him. But it's not something that needs to be publicized because, again, if you publicize it, oh, he's just looking for recognition. If he doesn't publicize it, then someone has a comment, too. Damn if you do and you're damned if you don't. Man built the studio and some motherfuckers talking about housing and homelessness. Why don't you talk to your senator and your governor about why the fuck the state of Georgia has an overpopulation of homeless people? Why are they not taking care of that? But you're looking for billionaires to do things. I'm sorry. Billionaires don't do... Billionaires do what's in their favor. And if it helps someone, more power to it. But that's, you know... You waiting for someone to do shit. How about you do shit? How about you fucking start a nonprofit that helps homeless people? And then reach out to these um billionaires to support you how about you do that if you're so concerned because again i know we always like to talk about big voices get a lot but the thing about it is social media has now leveled the playing field so you become a big voice you may start out small but again, that doesn't mean you can't partner with people, you can't figure stuff out, you can't do drives, you can't do certain things to help. You could do a clothing drive and help support one of the shelters in Georgia. You could do a silent auction, get donations from people to sell off. Whatever the fuck you can do, you can do. There are ways to do it. But to be pointing the finger at billionaires to do shit, no, you ain't thinking hard enough. A lot of things that are happening in the world are on their radar, but there's also a lot of things that they have to go through to move their money around that we don't as regular everyday people. So if you really want to help solve the homeless problem in Atlanta, Georgia, you can write to Tyler Perry and be like, I'm holding a telethon that will do this, this, and this. Would you mind donating? Would you mind this? I'm sure he wouldn't. That won't take away from him building his studio and giving people jobs. But, you know, 
as I said, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because whenever you do shit and then people celebrate you for it, there's always people like, well, why are we celebrating anything? Don't celebrate nothing then. Don't celebrate shit. When people cure cancer, don't celebrate that. When people cure AIDS, don't celebrate that. Don't celebrate a fucking thing. And that way you motherfuckers won't have shit to complain about. When these billionaires give away half their money to try and help the world and the shit still ain't moving fast enough for you, I don't know what to tell you. We can complain all we want. We complain about capitalism. We can complain about all of it. But the truth is, now everything is interwoven into each other where now it's dependent on each other. You think capitalism is not dependent on us being green? Solar paneling requires things that are not biodegradable. But yet and still, it's from a source that's almost renewable, at least for the next billion years, long after our asses is gone. Those photovoltaic um, collectors... They're not biodegradable. They're not even considered a decent level of e-waste. But, you know, the sun is always out, though. Collects and heats your house at night and comes back the next day. We have water. We have windmills. Windmills aren't exactly, you know, great for nature. But guess what? Windmills move around, conduct energy and electricity for us to fucking function. So if you think that us doing certain things, you know, like you got to figure ways around it. If you want billionaires to get involved then start something that will get them involved. But don't let me just put on Twitter. No, write to them or start your own nonprofit to help. If you are that concerned about the homelessness in there, write your senator, write your governor, and then link up with shelters and see what they might need. I mean, hell, fucking Flint, Michigan has a little girl who has been asking for clean water for her city for going on what, 10 years, 15 years? Like, it seems like forever. I'm just going to put a big mark on it and be like at least 10 years. And she's been actively raising. That young lady doesn't have a childhood where she can play and enjoy herself because the place she lives in doesn't have clean water. How many cities around the United States don't have clean water? Y'all looking for millionaires to come in. I mean, fuck, the people, we had plumbers from unions coming in to help Flint, and it doesn't change anything because of where the water source is. They can change the pipe, they can do whatever, it still won't change anything because of where the water source is. But ain't nobody arrested that governor, ain't nobody fucked up that state, ain't nobody pressed the tangerine tyrant to fix shit because this asshole's up Putin's ass. And while I'm digressing, understand what I'm saying. Little Miss Flint has been working to try and get her city saved with clean water forever. I know places in Baltimore that don't have clean water where shit backs up in classrooms. What the fuck? But if you expect billionaires to do it, shit. I don't look to Oprah to do a fucking thing. I don't look to anyone that has money in the millions to do shit unless it is something near and dear to them. And if it ain't near and dear to their fucking heart, they're not going to fucking do it. So it's going to require the little person to write, to talk, to make a movement, to maybe make an Instagram page, to maybe make a Facebook page, to maybe do everything before it's truly heard. Just like how the Me Too movement was before it was hijacked by white women. Started off with one person, and then I heard that people don't like her either. So again... Damned if you do and damned if you don't. But if it's something that's really on your heart, something that really concerns you, then you need to start small and go bigger. That's all you got to do. 
Because depending on someone else to do shit, you'll never get anything done. I promise. You just won't. Anyway, that is it for truth today. Hope you guys have a blessed and wonderful day. And I will talk to you soon. morning beautiful ones and welcome to truth it's jan aka the og brooklyn girl and today we're going to be talking about someone's post that says fast food workers don't need 15 an hour it's a starter job it's not something you keep forever and this is the hill she's willing to die on i really wish i could understand why people always look down on people especially those in fast food service why would you think that someone in the fast food service industry doesn't deserve 15 an hour Think about what you were actually saying. Someone in the fast food industry does not deserve 15 an hour. And I'm going to keep saying it. Think about what you're saying that someone in the fast food industry does not deserve 15 an hour. You know why I keep repeating it? Because it's fast fucking food. I have been out with friends, family, you name it. Last week, I was out with my sister And we were at a particular Starbucks out here in Dallas. And she goes, the Starbucks line, they're really so at this particular Starbucks. Now, this Starbucks is actually located between, like, a Raising Cane's. It's actually, like, on, like, a strip mall out here. It's between a Raising Cane's and another um, fast food establishment. And I was like, it's probably because of where they're located. And then she made note that the girl had an attitude. So what I noticed is, because people seem to forget that those, um, those microphone headsets are still on. I was like, well, maybe because it's just crazy in there. Because again, I work in customer service, so I know it could be whatever. So when we get to the window, the girl is really extra pleasant. The girl is, um... You know, she apologizes for the weight, all this stuff. And I don't think my sister realized that she heard what she said. And see, this is why I will never understand why people make comments on people who work in like McDonald's, Jack in the Box, Wendy's, Burger King, wherever. You literally are asking someone to make your food in a certain amount of time when they have 15 million other people that they are serving. And I will never understand why we still in this big day and age as adults still don't get that shit. Y'all is still bitching and moaning, still bitching and moaning that fast food isn't fast enough. If you want fast food to be fast enough, then make that shit at home and bring your lunch every day. That's what you need to do. But fast food workers should actually be paid more than $20 an hour. The truth of the matter is minimum wage, living wage has not gone up. But cost of living has. You know, this is what happens when people say, oh, get your education, do this, do that. But the thing about it is that doesn't change the fact that the living wage and the minimum wage still hasn't gone up in this country. Every year, cost of living goes up. Every year, cost of food, cost of rent. I mean, shit, we don't have rent control spaces anymore. So think about what you're saying. But do you get the raise that matches that? Fucking No. Actually, in order to equalize the system, it probably have to be a little bit more than 15. But 15 is a number that people can kind of deal with, I guess. But 
people have to deal with attitudes. They have to deal with your bullshit. They have to deal with it. If it isn't perfect, you are going to let me speak to your manager and go off the deep end. Because I've worked in customer service and I've known that. I've seen that face when they don't get what they want. Returning shit that they wore and pretending like you should be happy that they're bringing that dirty shit back. A fuck. Like, no. But to tell people that it's a starter job. Some people have owned fast food franchises. Some people have made their careers there. Some people don't mind being in food service. Some people don't even mind being in customer service. They just like it. So why shouldn't they be paid? We have no problems paying doctors because of their technical skills, which I understand. But if you honestly think dealing with the service, dealing in the service industry is not a technical skill, you are sadly mistaken. You have to navigate the bullshit that is dealing with people's moods. Think about that. You actually have to navigate learning how to deal with motherfuckers' moods. You really do. You have to navigate that bullshit. You really fucking do. Because when these assholes and elbows decide they want to be pissed off and PO'd because their sandwich wasn't made correctly or you put this or you put that, food service is a tough industry anyway. Just like most customer service jobs, whenever you're serving the general public, it is always tough because you never know what fuckstick is walking in your space. Whether they're a teenager, whether they're a kid, or whether they're an adult, or whether they're an old-ass person. Just last week, I had somebody walk into the store I work at and literally berate one of my coworkers because she has tattoos. He wasn't buying anything. He just felt the need to do pull his Jesus freak bullshit out and berate her because she has tattoos. That's all. Wasn't buying nothing, wasn't nothing of the sort, but just felt the need that I need to tell this girl that she's going to hell because she got tattoos on her. But you willing to tell people in fast food that they don't need to earn 15 an hour when that whole Popeye's chicken sandwich debacle happened and you motherfuckers was rolling up to them fast food places and getting mad because they ran out of chicken sandwiches and jumping through windows and beating up people in the window you thought that made sense that someone that makes less than $10 an hour should be beat up because one the place that they work at didn't divvy up enough chicken to make your fucking bullshit sandwich that you could have made at home Fast food is a convenience. That's what you're paying for. So why should they not feel, why should they not get paid for that? Suppose they're working and someone else is working. And that extra whatever they get can help make a difference between paying rent on time to paying fees. What if that helps them keep their phone on? What if it helps keep their lights on? You motherfuckers always talking about starter jobs as if there are so many jobs out there for those that are qualified. We've already seen what happens when people are qualified for things and then someone else gets it. Not everyone can hustle. Not everyone's built for entrepreneurship. So why shouldn't they earn a decent living? Because even 15, while that's great, is not decent considering that you know that if you don't have, the only way that's decent is if you don't have any other bills outside of food and your phone and internet. Because if you got a card or you got to put gas in, you got to pay insurance on, if you got insurance or you got to pay on yourself, if you got student loans, 15 don't mean fucking all. So don't hand me that 
that's a starter job and that's the hill you will die on. You can die on that hill. You can die by your fucking self. No one deserves to not have a living wage. How the fuck do states come up with minimum wages and then be like, well, you got to live here. You got to live in this part of town. You got to live in this part where it would take you forever and six years to get someplace else to get to a job that's willing to pay you. Come on. Come on. But y'all always willing to berate fast food workers as if they're all teenagers. Have you looked at the landscape of ages in any job these days? Have you actually looked at the people that work in these places? It's not just teenagers that work there that have been working there all the summer. We got grown-ass adults. We got elderly people. We got people that need to earn money for the rest of their fucking life because Social Security's not enough. And they can't afford to live in an old folks home. They gotta be, they gotta live with their kids or vice versa. Like, make it make sense. But to tell someone it's a starter job and you wanna die on that hill and fucking die. Please do. Fucking die, decease, turn into fucking dust. Please fucking do. I will not understand how you're going to look at somebody and be like, you deserve to be browbeat. You deserve to be berated. You ever notice when people go into restaurants, go into fast food places, and they don't get what they want, they start acting stupid? You could literally go up to a person and be like, I think you made my sandwich incorrectly or I'm missing something. Ever notice your tone when you say it? If you say it nice, they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Like yesterday, I bought my lunch from Panda Express and I got my drink and I stood there and because the young lady forgot to give me my lunch and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. It's lunchtime. And I just walked away because the thing about it is it is lunchtime. You get so busy that you get caught up in shit and you think you did something. There's no need to berate her. No need to make her feel bad. She already felt bad enough that she forgot me just adding icing onto the cake only gonna make it worse nah but you see i am the person that always reads people i'm the person that refuses to have someone spit in my food i refuse to have someone be mad at me if it's not cooked well enough yeah but like unfortunately it's not cooked well enough for me anyway i can get a new plate i'll pay for it there ain't nothing wrong with that extending the courtesy to people because again they are people they ain't both you know they it ain't like ai is back there cooking your food i mean hell i just saw an example of this with gordon ramsay some woman comes up to him and says it's not cooked well enough and then she whistles at him and he curses the bitch out he's like i'm not your fucking dog i'll fix your plate but i am not your fucking dog so now she gotta wait but I'm like, this is what you do. You disrespect people who are making your fucking food. And most of the time when they've just started at their job and they're already nervous as hell because of it. But you're like, nah, they don't deserve 15 an hour. I'm like, okay, tell that to your boss when he only gives you a quarter, quarter raise next year for the amount of work you put in. And if that quarter is going to help you pay your rent, it's going to buy another $65. Yeah, you let me know how that shit works, okay? Anyway, love, that's all I got to say for truth today. Hope you guys have a blessed and wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon.